This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacker Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. What's shaking, Red Nation? This is Jeremy Brennan here with another episode of The Dream Take, presented by The Dream Shake, home of all things Houston Rockets at SBNation.com. I'm riding solo tonight. But I must say, I'm a big TV guy, big TV guy. And obviously tonight is the Emmys, and I'm, re- I'm recording the Emmys. I was watching a little bit earlier, but I decided to go record it because I know I've got this podcast uh, to whip up, and I didn't want to keep Michael waiting too late past his bedtime. So I stepped aside, and I'm recording this podcast. But we're going to have today the Rockets Emmys on the Dream Take. So I've come up with a couple categories, I think six or seven, with a couple of nominees for each one. So the nominees are as follows. Best Director, so the Best Coach. Best Supporting Actor. Best Current Supporting Actor. So for Best Supporting Actor, it goes throughout the Rockets history. Best Current Supporting Actor comes with who's currently on the Rockets right now. Best lead actor in Rockets history, best current lead actor, best comedy, and best drama. So we'll go through the list and we'll kind of go through them. Some are a little bit easier than others. Others might spark a little bit of debate, a little bit of discussion. So if you're here live with me on Spotify Green Room and you want to come up, feel free to hit that speaker request button or just chat in the in the chat function you have there just swipe your phone right and you've got me to talk with here so I don't want to keep this too long so let's get started right away with the first category of the evening best director so this is the best uh coach in Rockets history there were a lot to choose from but the nominees are Rick Adelman I think he had a pretty successful career Overall, he's a Hall of Famer. Maybe he's not necessarily known for his Rockets tenure, but he was successful enough here to go to the playoffs a couple of times. Obviously, the coach of the 22-game win streak. Uh, that may or may not come up later tonight. And, yeah, Mike D'Antoni is also part of this. Highest winning percentage in Rockets history. Obviously, had a lot of success while he was in Houston. Bill Fitch. Bill Fitch is one of the 10 greatest NBA coaches of all time. And then Rudy T. 
obviously Rudy T has the two rings. So a very tough category in this one, but uh, the Rockets Emmy goes to drum roll, please. Rudy T. Yes. Uh, not, not a huge surprise that Rudy T wins the Emmy for best director, Rockets director, coach, two titles compared to everyone's zero. Uh, got a lot of people coming in here uh, and everyone's asking for an acceptance speech. And I'll, I'll leave you with this. Don't underestimate the heart of a champion. So there you go. Couldn't be here tonight, but that's the message he wanted to send along. So Rudy T, thank you very much. All right. So now we move on to our second category of the, that was really quick. The show live TV, you never know when things are going to go too quick, too slow. Maybe these next couple of ones uh, will be a little bit uh, slower. Best Supporting Actor. So this is all of the supporting characters, a player that was never the best player on the Rockets, but was crucial to the team's success. So the nominees are Charles Barkley, Clyde Drexler, Chris Paul, and Rudy T. All of these guys are Hall of Famers. So it's very much a a difficult choice. I think some were a little bit easier than others for this one. Um, but I think that everyone has a reason to be on this list, whether they were successful with the Rockets or successful in their career or both. Um, so yeah, Charles Barkley might be the kind of weird one on this list, just because obviously his career in Houston was the, the latter half of his career, the latter part of his career. And he doesn't have too many great memories of it, of his time in Houston, Charles Barkley. So, um, but I do think he deserves to be on this list. Um, yeah, Sam Cassell got snapped. You know, I was thinking about making another category of like role player guys like Sam Cassell and uh, players of that, of that archetype. But maybe that's an, uh, another episode of the podcast. We can just... We can, uh, I, we can have like a role player draft. I think Mike and I talked about that a couple months ago. Uh, maybe like a nice little role player draft. Maybe the next time him and I are both available at the same time, we'll, we'll do a role player draft. That'll be fun. Sam Cassell might be Mike's number one draft pick if, if we were to do that. But yeah, so Clyde Drexler, Chris Paul, Rudy T, Charles Barkley. The Rockets Emmy goes to, drumroll please, Clyde Drexler. Yes, Clyde the Glide Drexler wins the Rockets Emmy for Best Supporting Actor. He was unable to come to the podcast tonight to accept this award, but he did have, he did want to thank the Academy. He did want to thank me for being the judge, jury, and executioner for this whole thing and to um, thank him for the imaginary honor. Uh, it's definitely, considering all of the honors and awards Clyde Drexler has had in his life, I'm sure he'll put this imaginary trophy right next to his, uh, right next to his Rockets championship ring. I think that's where it belongs. Um, I mean, they're both Rockets awards, so they kind of have to. Um, but 
yeah, so that's that's your support uh, best supporting actor. Now we go to our best current supporting actor. This this one actually might be an interesting conversation. Um, but the nominees for best current supporting actor are Josh Christopher, Tari Eason, Kevin Porter, and Alperon Shengun. So basically, these guys, all four of these guys are players that this upcoming season are expected to have a decent role. They might not necessarily be the best player on the squad, but they are crucial to the team's success. And yeah, Sean says it's a bit of a drop-off in the comments compared to the supporting actors that were nominated in the legacy category. But hey, that's where we are. The Rockets have not had the best of times last two years, but here we are. Did we go from the Emmys to the MTV Movie Awards? Sean says it's maybe even worse. Maybe even worse. But um, I actually think this is an interesting category topic only because there's a lot of question marks surrounding all four of these guys when it comes to kevin porter i think kevin porter has so far had the best career out of these four obviously considering the fact that tari eason though he says he's the best nba player from seattle hasn't played an nba game yet to prove that although i do believe he will have every chance to prove that and i really like his stock that's why he's in this category josh christopher was a dynamo last year i'd say i think he was a lot better than a lot of people expected they were trying to figure out how he'd get playing time and he just forced his way onto the court and he deserved it he deserved all the playing time he got last year and i do think that coming into this season he's starting from such a higher place than he was a year ago and i think that if you were to give him that full offseason, I'm really excited to see what Josh Christopher can bring in year two. The same thing goes for Al P. I really thought that Al P was going to, you know, wow us last year. And looking at his Euro basket run, Alperon Shengun was one of the best players in the whole tournament. Obviously, there's another tier with Jokic, Doncic, and Giannis. That's like the number one tier. But that second tier of like young players on the rise, Al P was there. And he had some really solid games. Franz Wagner also there for the for Germany. Um, but I would say those guys both had primary roles in their teams. And I'm not necessarily saying that Al P is going to be that. But I do think that he's done enough to warrant being in this category. And... The same goes for Kevin Porter. So, that being said, with Kevin Porter's status, I think he's obviously shown the most that he can be that best supporting actor. He's shown that more than any of the others, and he's proven that. But he's also been the most experienced. I guess this category, the way I'm kind of trying to get at, is who is going to have the best career out of these four? And I still think it's really hard to answer this question, but the Rockets Emmys waits for nobody. And I don't want to keep you guys waiting too much longer. So I have the results. The envelope is sealed. Let me open this envelope and get a drum roll. Brrr. 
Alperon Shangoon wins the award for best current supporting actor. And yes, I am judge, jury, executioner. I am the Academy on this one. I believe that Alperon Shangoon will have the best career out of those four. And it's because of the unique abilities that he has. There's very few people I think that can do what Alpi can do. I think there is less people that can do what Alperon Shangoon can do than what Kevin Porter can do. And don't get me wrong. This isn't to say that Kevin Porter won't have a great career. This isn't to say that Tari won't have a great career. This isn't to say Josh Christopher will have a great career. All four of these guys play different positions, so it's hard to compare all four of these guys. But I do think that Alperon Shangoon has the most potential out of these four based off of what he has accomplished in the league and from where he is in his career. Bullish on Alpi, especially especially if you're looking at the Rockets in general because obviously the Rockets are building around uh, uh, around Jalen Green and I feel like in order to keep this team on its path there should be more of an investment in Shangun than Kevin Porter but if I had two of these awards I'd give them to both of them but I only got one so I give it to Alperon Shangun now we go to our next category, the best lead actor. This one's a little bit less controversial, I'd say, but the nominees are James Harden, Tracy McGrady, Calvin Murphy, and Hakeem Olajuwon. So Michael Brown would not be very uh, happy to see that Tracy McGrady is in this but I do feel like him being a Hall of Famer and him being with the Rockets for almost a decade deserves a spot in this category, albeit a distant fourth compared to the other three. The other three are all probably the three greatest players in Rockets history. And I feel like I'm kind of just stalling a little bit just to let the PA is backstage, get ready, because I know that I've got time to kill. But the Rockets Emmy for Best Lead Actor goes to, drumroll please, Hakeem Olajuwon. The Dream takes home another award, no surprise here. Our podcast is named The Frickin' Dream Take. If you didn't understand that, you would understand. I mean, look, hey. Our podcast was, before the dream take, called Hard In My Take. So, maybe that isn't a total giveaway. But, best lead actor, Hakeem. There's no question about that. I don't think, like, that's the one thing I feel like all Rockets fans can agree on. Is that Hakeem is number one, and that's it. Like, no matter who you are, what sector of Rockets Twitter you're from, or Rockets fandom, or Red Nation, all that, we all agree that. Hakeem Olajuwon, number one. End of end of. And look, maybe if if Harden did things differently, things would be different. But I feel like it, it is what it is. And Hakeem won two championships. Everyone else is zero. Hakeem, the clear winner of the best lead actor for the Rockets. Now we move over to best current lead actor. And this one is the shortest category of the night. 
because I also think it's kind of an obvious choice, but I feel like every Emmy needs, every Emmys needs one category like this. Like, uh, I think in this year's, like in the TV Emmys, it's like the best sketch show only has two categories. It's, it's SNL and uh, a Black Lady sketch show. Both of them are great shows. Uh, SNL, I think, won. Um, and SNL just has a broader audience. Um, but uh, Black Lady show, Sketch Show, I've, I've seen uh, clips, bits and pieces. It, it is it is good. I really do enjoy it. Um, obviously, it might not be written for a white man, but still very quality stuff from there. I love the people that have uh, you know, been on that show. Um, there's been a lot of them. Uh, it's too many to name. But now we move on to Best Current Lead Actor nominees, Jalen Green and Jabari Smith Jr. Now, Jabari is on here mainly to kind of spark some kind of discussion about whether Jabari Smith can be a leading man, a lead player on the Rockets. Um, And... So Jalen Green's going to win the award, but I want to take the rest of the time that we have for this specific award to discuss Jabari Smith's candidacy for being a lead player someday. And obviously at Auburn, he was he was the number one option. He's going to come to Houston, and this year he's going to struggle a little bit to find his footing because he's playing a, an entirely different role, an entirely different offense. But I feel like the answer to this question, even though I've posed it, is no. I think that the jury's still out on him, obviously. It's really hard to say a number three overall pick is going to be nothing more than just a good player in the league. So I don't want to rule him out of this. My prognosis is that he's going to be a really good number two, a really good supporting actor. If he's a Clyde Drexler, hey, that's a pretty damn good career. That's a Hall of Famer. Obviously, I don't necessarily think he's going to be a Clyde Drexler, two very different players. But with Jabari Smith, like, I think he fits actually really well to what the Rockets are doing. Um, He spaces the floor, gives them a three-point threat, gives them a defensive threat. That's what I hope the Rockets kind of mold him into is the primary defender. And yes, it it might seem like, you know, you take a guy third overall to be your best defender and maybe your third best, um, like your third best offensive player. But we've seen players like that excel in the NBA. Um, And honestly, at the end of the day, these players, they're playing for championships. They're not necessarily playing for the I mean they are playing for the money and they do want to uh, achieve as much money as possible but ask any player now they want to ring and I think Jabari Smith is the kind of player that will bend and mold himself to becoming a player that fits the team that's what the Rockets have to hope because I do think Jalen's stock is a lot higher than Jabari which is saying a lot I mean obviously we saw a full year of Jalen we haven't seen a full year of Jabari, but knowing that Jalen is going to be on this team in just his second year, knowing what he can do makes me think that this is Jalen's team. 
And I don't necessarily think Jabari is the kind of player that you can build a full team around. Now, could he turn into the next Giannis? Don't think so. Obviously, the build is there. If he, like, bulks up like Giannis did in his career, who knows? Um, but I, I kind of see him more like a Chris Middleton, which, hey, the Bucks don't win that championship without Chris Middleton. So, huge role that he has to play on the team. But I do think that Jabari, although he has potential to be a lead as a former number three overall pick or the current number three overall pick, I do think that Jalen Green is going to be the lead actor of this team moving forward for at least the next five to ten years, hopefully a lot longer. But there is that category. Now we have two categories left. Uh, best comedy and best drama. So let's do comedy first, a little bit more lighthearted, and then we'll talk best drama. So best comedy, these are some of the funniest moments in Rockets history. The nominees are Yao Ming dunking on Shaq as a rookie. 20 years ago now, Yao is a rookie. Him against Shaq, one of the funniest moments in Rockets history, I feel, just because Shaq was talking all this shit about Yao going into that game, and then Yao shut him up. And it was just kind of funny. It was funny. It's funny to see Shaq in a position where he kind of has to shut up because no one tells Shaq to shut up. At that point, when he was coming in the NBA, he was a three time defending champion. No one was stopping Shaq. But Yao was a Yao, this, the, the rookie from China was able to stop Shaq. The the writing behind that is really good. Maybe that's the best writing category, but that those are the Rockets Emmys that don't make it to the show. Those are the ones that you that was in a private ceremony the day before. Um so it did win best writing for that. But um it it, it does get nominated here. Next on the list is James Harden's cleanup on aisle three uh, against against Wesley Johnson. So there's that. Um, a, a couple, the Staples Center comes in a couple of uh, nominees here. Um, in, in fact, it's all of them. The, the, the other two nominees are both Staples Center uh, moments. So the next nominee is, of course, Tunnelgate, uh, the Martin Luther King Day game against the Clippers where uh, Clint Capella, Chris Paul, they all want to, like, confront the Clippers about something that happened during the game, um, but they, like, weren't letting them. But Chris Paul, because he used to play for the Clippers, knew what the tunnels looked like and all that, um, and, like, he found, like, the secret passageway um, into the Clippers locker room to confront them. And <laughs> I mean, I remember when it came out the next day thinking like, how, why, what the hell? Um, and I was laughing along with it too. So that's why it belongs in the best comedy. Um, and then the final nominee in the comedy category, the Rockets comeback against the Clippers in 2015. I just remember that whole fourth quarter just laughing. Just a good, like, a nervous laughter into a into a relief. 
just the fact that they were able to come back in that game and dismantle the Clippers the way they did, and it being the Clippers, the team that could never get it done, all of the things going against them, but the Rockets with Corey Brewer, Josh Smith, uh, you know, Terrence Jones doing all this against Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan at their best as a team was uh, a moment that I remember extremely well. I think about it once every 24 to 72 hours and it, it does bring some serotonin. So um, the winner of the best comedy at the Rockets Emmys 2022 is drum roll, please. The Rockets come back against the Clippers. That is incredible. If you are listening to this, go watch some highlights of that game after this episode because that just brings so much joy. Um, And that's what a good comedy should do. That's what an Emmy-winning comedy should do. Yes, the writing should be good, but the writing was good for this. The Clippers, first chance to go to the conference finals in franchise history, and you lose to Corey Brewer. Great plot, great writing, great storyline, great ending. Loved it all. Best comedy of all time. Now, to the main event. The best drama. The best drama in Rockets history. Going to do this in chronological order. So, the first nominee, the 1994 Game 7 Victory over the Knicks to clinch the Rockets' first title. A major moment in Rockets history that had to be on here. Then you have the Mario Ellie kiss of death to eliminate the Phoenix Suns in the 95 conference semis. Then later that uh, later that postseason, the 95 Game one finals comeback against the Orlando Magic. I believe they were down to like 20. They came back. They win game one. They go on to sweep the Magic. They're champions again. A big moment for the Rockets that is still reminisced about over 25 years later. Then we have uh, the James Harden. Or no, that's, that's, well, I'll just say it now. The James Harden game winner against the Golden State Warriors. The one early 2019, the Rockets were playing the Warriors with all of their players. Chris Paul wasn't playing, but James Harden went into MVP beard mode. No stopping him that night. And you could tell when you were watching it that you were watching something special. You were watching something special. In fact, um, I did see that NBA TV had Rockets, like all Rockets games today. It was like Rockets Day on their programming uh, schedule. And that was one of the games that they played. And I thought, absolutely. Like that, that is a game in recent memory, one of the games I think about so often is that game. Um, then our final nominee is the 22-game win streak in 2008. Another very memorable um moments uh something i still think about a lot from my childhood probably in all of my years uh like watching the rockets as a fan growing up this is probably the moments that stick with me 
beating the Lakers to get 22, but the whole streak is part of this. Um, the whole streak is part of this nomination. So the 22 game win streak is our final nominee of the category. So you have the first finals win, Mario Ellie's kiss of death, the game one finals comeback in 1995, James Harden's game winner against the Warriors in early 2019. And then of course the 22 game win streak in 2008. And the winner is drum roll, please. Mario Ellie's kiss of death wins it here. And there might be some controversy. I see Jacobs in the comments saying Harden should have won, but there was, it's just the moment itself and what it signified a three, one comeback, just the absolute, um, just like Mike drop nail in the cop. That moment is drama. That moment is just everything. And, and it's a symbol for not just that, um, that seat, that series, that game, that, um, that playoff run, that team, but that era. I feel like when you look back at that era, that's the moment you pick up from when you remember. And the Rockets' history is defined mostly by that era. So I feel like Mario Ellie gets the job done and wins best drama at the Rockets Emmys 2022. This is a lot of fun. I'm really happy that we were able to do this. And just enough time for me to go back watch the TV Emmys and see who won the categories in real life. I think this is a good place to park the rocket ship, but thank you guys so much for tuning in this episode of the dream take. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at the dream take and at dream shake SBN. You can also head to our um, Facebook page. Give us a like over there, head to our website, the dreamshake.com home of all things, Houston rockets at espionation.com. You can follow my personal Twitter, Jeremy Brenner, at J-E-R-E-M-Y-B-R-E-N-E-R. We'll be back with another episode later this week. Michael Brown's got it covered, so be on the lookout for that. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of The Dream Taken. Until next time, go Rockets! Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Support for Pivot comes from Polestar. At Polestar, every inch of every vehicle they design is thoughtfully made. They're made to transform auto performance, accelerating from 0 to 60 in less than 4.2 seconds with fully electric all-wheel drive. They're made to elevate the driving experience with LED headlights and a panoramic glass roof. And they're made to uphold a greater responsibility to the planet using sustainable materials and energy-saving systems. The result is a car that combines the best of today with the technology of tomorrow. Pure performance, pure design, Polestar. Design yours and book a test drive today at polestar.com.